0: Welcome to the Chamber Voice of Business Podcast. I am Steve Cox with the Rogers-Lowell Chamber, joined as always with Nick Smith with the Rogers-Lowell Chamber as well. Nick, uh, recording on a Monday morning, how was the weekend?
1: It was a busy weekend for us, but Yeah, it is the season. Spring sports, little kids, you know, traffic, you nice w- weather.
0: You got the trifecta on, on uh, Saturday, though. You went from soccer to t-ball to golf, right? That's so, right. So That's we got right. all three. We call that,
1: you know, a southern special. You know, you got all the... the Children's sports followed immediately by unloading the sugared-up post-t-ball game. Children with the wife, and then going to play golf.
0: Hey, it was a beautiful day for it, though. It was so a it, great it was day lots of fun. So it proves we hang holes. out not just on the air. We do interact.
1: That's right. Not just That's talking right. with we each other. We are friendly. <laughs> we are friendly. Believe it or not, we still an smile act. at each other and and passing downstairs in the hallway and all that.
0: Yes. There we go. All right. Well, we still don't have a sponsor, but we're working on that so that we're 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 going to get one. I promise. It's going right. to happen. It's going to happen. Why don't you go ahead and introduce our our wonderful panelists? that we have joining us today talking about Destination Marketing.
2: That's
1: right. So today we are going to be going over Destination Marketing and of course we cannot talk Destination Marketing without the wonderful team from the Chamber that is Destination Rogers. So we actually have uh, the large uh, majority of our Destination Rogers folks here with us today. Uh, You've actually heard from J.R. Shaw, the Executive Director of Destination Rogers, before he was here earlier on the podcast. Thank you and welcome back, J.R.
2: Very glad to be here, Nick. Thank you.
1: We also have Luke Wiggins, the Director of Sales from Destination Rogers, Destination Rogers here with us. Morning. Boy, it's a Monday he, morning. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, y'all scheduled this. This, this, is, not, this is not me. Yeah. Start
0: chugging that monster, dude. Yeah.
1: And then we also have Dane Clark, who is the Sales and Services Coordinator with Destination Rogers. Happy to be here with us, with the the beanie and everything, really pulling the podcast look <laughs> together.
3: Thank you, thank you. I should have grabbed an IPA and grown out a beard, but
1: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, no, that would have worked out great. Yeah,
0: yeah. He got the he's got the denim jacket with the hoodie. too. <laughs> yeah. I mean he he isn't he's embracing the millennial concept. We need the video <laughs> podcast. Exactly. We exactly. exactly. We're He's we're like we're a cam- bootleg Jack Dorsey over <laughs> here. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Always got to be camera ready. Obviously, Luke took some of that monster. So we're good. yeah, yeah there
2: we go. <laughs> and there is Luke Williams. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, Nick, before we uh, start uh, getting into the real conversation of uh, this podcast, why don't we go over what's uh, what's been going on in the news, and then we'll uh, we'll get this thing go off and running
1: for sure. So we are at the beginning of May, and happening right now around us is uh, graduation. We had high school graduation are happening all throughout the first couple of weeks of May. And then, of course, we have uh, both NWAC and the University of Arkansas is doing their uh, graduation ceremonies as well. So we've got uh, lots of graduating seniors entering the workforce, which, uh, if you listen to our last podcast, is uh, something really important for a lot of folks around the area. That's something to
0: think of. I've got one on May 11th. So for Jacob, uh, he's graduating uh, high school, so it's kind of crazy.
1: So, yeah, we have a lot of stressed-out parents of seniors right now is really what we're getting at there. Uh, we also uh, something else that we want to make sure we mention: storm season uh, has been really uh, active this year so far. Uh, the state of Arkansas still has a, a declaration of emergency in a couple of areas to uh, do some storm cleanup, and we know the other states in the South have been uh, dealing with that kind of stuff. So we're mm-hmm. definitely thinking about all those groups uh, and and really hoping everyone stays safe as the storm season continues. Um, we also have coming up uh, after this podcast airs in just a few days is Mother's Day. So for those of you out there who have not yet gotten your wives and mothers uh, anything special, uh, make sure you order those flowers today. Make sure you get the presents delivered because we don't want you guys getting in trouble when you disappear to go play golf the day before Mother's Day and, and forget about it. So that being said, the last thing we want to talk about is today, uh, as you are listening to this podcast, the uh, which should be May 10th, hopefully I'm, I'm on the ball with that. Yeah. Uh, is right smack in the middle of National Travel and Tourism Week, which is what brings us into the uh, main topic of discussion today. Steve, I'm going to pass it off to you to give us our topic introduction.
0: Yeah, we're going to be talking about Destination Rogers and the world of DMOs or Destination Marketing Organizations. So that raises the question, if you're not familiar, what is a DMO? You know, a DMO has been called many different things over the, uh, the course of their lives. Tourism Board, Tourism Authorities, Convention and Visitors Bureau. It was, it was the CVB when I started at the chamber a decade plus ago and has morphed into Visit Rogers and now Destination Rogers. Um, And originally it was very, they focused more on the leisure side of travel. But as uh, as we have grown as a community, um, we are seeing a lot more of the corporate side, corporate events, obviously, bringing in outside organizations just to showcase Rogers and Northwest Arkansas as an ideal place to visit, live, work, play, and invest. So I'm very excited about this conversation. Really look forward to learning and educating our audience about the wonderful world of uh, DMOs and Destination Rogers. And everything that they, uh, the benefit they provide to our community.
1: Exactly. I was actually really excited about this because, uh, to be frank, I didn't know anything about CVBs prior to working with the chamber. I didn't know what DMOs a chamber
0: was prior to working with call. the chamber. That's
1: right. And 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 Jr. When it comes to uh, DMOs and their evolution from just strictly a uh, leisure office to something that is actually working towards workforce development, things of that nature. Uh, you kind of have helped spearhead that uh, mentality, especially when it comes to the DMO here in Rogers. Uh, Why don't you give us just a quick touch point on what uh, Destination Rogers does as a DMO here in Northwest Arkansas, and then we'll also kind of break it out to uh, Luke and Dane to kind of discuss what their role is within the organization as well. So off to you, sir.
2: So as a division of the Rogers Oil Chamber, first off, um, our mission is to, serve business and community together. It's the same mission as the Chamber of Commerce. We accomplish it in a little bit of a different direction than some of the other uh, mission five of the Chamber. We serve business and community together by attracting uh, outside dollars to come into Rogers and to Northwest Arkansas to provide economic opportunity for our residents and for our local businesses. Uh, and uh, hopefully come back the next time after after they do that. And that's from all kind of different markets. So that's the somebody that wants to come in to, to mountain bike, that's somebody that wants to come in for a festival, that somebody wants to come for an amp concert. They may come for a convention or a larger event that's at the Embassy Suites and Rogers Convention Center. Um, and then they may decide that this may be a place they want to live or a place they want to relocate their business or their grandkids are here and they want to come over here. So we, we predicate everything on it all starts with a visit. We try to create that visit for wherever those folks are coming for and be the destination that they're looking for uh, uh, to, uh, uh, to, to make that visit for. So in a nutshell, that's kind of where we are. And we do that in a lot of different ways.
1: For sure. So... Uh, expanding on that, when when you talk about doing that in a lot of different ways, let's let's break that down a little bit. So Luke and Dane, you guys are the ones that uh, kind of break that out a little bit. Luke, your convention sales, you want to break into what that is exactly, and.
4: Yeah, so um, our, we have the largest hotel and convention center uh, in Northwest Arkansas, the Embassy Suites and, and Rogers Convention Center. I work a lot with that team over there, uh, General Manager Craig Pomeranke and, and Director of Sales Heather Fox and her sales team uh, and, and services folks. Uh, so we go across the country. I travel to places in person to try to attract events here. Mm-hmm. Also do a lot of cold calling <laughs> and, and you know all those kind of classic sales techniques. Um we want people to pick up their event from one city and, and bring it to our city, uh, get the visitors in and get them spending dollars in restaurants, uh, obviously on lodging and uh, attractions and things as and, well. And
0: you're working with like national groups too, not mm-hmm. just like local state associations, but you're trying to bring yeah. in, you know, from all across the world, really, it, it, even international for yeah. sure.
4: Yeah, it runs a gambit. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll work with anyone. We don't, you know, care what you do or, or, or what you want to do when you get here uh, for the most part. Um but yeah, no, you it's
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> you got to throw a qualifier on there, man. Yeah,
2: <laughs> call legal. <Eagle>. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a little asterisk there. But
0: yes, you mentioned uh, you know working with the Embassy Suites so closely and other hotels, and yeah, then, yeah you yeah, know yeah. As, as we learned uh, when we'll, we'll talk more workforce uh, a little bit later. But as we learned in the when we did the Kindergarten to Job K to J program with the Embassy Suites, they have a sales team. Mm-hmm. How does that work? How, what's that partnership like? Because they're obviously wanting to sell the hotel. As well, so you know you guys have a common goal, but mm-hmm. are two different organizations. How how does that work?
4: Yeah, I like to think we're we're locked up with them, right? Um, they're selling their facility. You know, they got goals and and, mm-hmm. and things they need to hit. Um, and then I come alongside and try to help them close things, right? Gotcha. Uh, sell the broader community outside their four walls. Uh, provide them resources in order to help them do their jobs better.
0: So, so they're kind of hitting the. We got you know the Coke products, and mm-hmm. we got this type of salad for lunch. And, and, and this is what the facility y- costs. Exactly. Like, but you're on the. Here's yeah. all the things you can do as team building exercises, or yeah, trying to, to add a little attendees. sizzle on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: awesome. Well, I also feel like you're probably they're probably the ones that that can give you those those basics. You're the guy though that has to be. The face that when they raise their eyebrows and go, "Really, Arkansas?" You're the one that like fills in the gaps a little bit there. It's yeah. Like, let me let me sell you a bit. Like, yeah. That's where that comes down to, right? I mean.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get out about a uh, three-hour driving radius outside of where we are. Uh, most folks have not heard of Northwest Arkansas, at least in what I do, right. right? And so I start at ground zero. I'm gonna be doing this in Denver uh, later this week. There, here's a spot on the map of where Northwest Arkansas is, mm-hmm. right? And so. We start from there, and then we have to build their knowledge uh, slowly and incrementally over time in order to sell it. We have a fantastic story here. Yeah. Um, when you tell it, it's compelling, uh, and it opens their their minds a little bit to uh, trying something different than you know the cities they've gone to over and over. Uh, very
0: very similar to to my role in terms of trying
4: to bring a business here when in
0: competition with the rest of the country.
4: Yeah, yeah. What you and I do is is not that far off. Right. It's you Just, know the scope and the type and you know some of the specifics are different. Kind but kind of two sides of the same coin. Yeah, most times, yeah. yeah.
1: So, Dane, when it comes to you know we've heard from uh, the the big picture with JR and the history of the DMO setup, as well as the relationship that you all have with the city. Luke's kind of talked a bit about uh, you know bringing in those conventions and whatnot. What's your role as far as kind of mission support when it comes to Destination Rogers and and making things happen?
3: Yeah, so I, I'm here to make Luke look good. That, that's my main <laughs> <angle>. goal. <laughs> no, a but tough job. <laughs> I need to like, he's yeah. on my five. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so I, I've got a very uh, different background in like biology and medicine. So I'm still new, growing into my role, and uh, I'm doing as much as I can to help Luke be like the liaison between event planners and attractions, and so. Uh, Whatever I need to do, if it's analyzing data or helping him find potential prospects or setting up welcome tables at the convention center, I'm just trying to help take care of our guests that we have that come in.
1: Well, and being the newest guy on the team, because you only joined the team, what, like seven months ago? Yeah, it was like, that, like six, or six six or seven months ago. So what was that like? I mean, coming in and did you know much about, you know, no. DMOs to begin with?
3: Yeah, or? no, not at all. Uh, I didn't know Chambers existed, DMOs existed. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: that has been such a common theme with yes. all of our new hires. Yeah, so, yeah.
3: Well, again, myself included. But yeah, it was, it was like a, a secret world of business I didn't know existed. But I, I, no, I, I'd love doing it a lot more. Um. And it's, sorry, say your question again.
1: Just what was it like? I mean, when you come in and you're, you're inundated with all of this stuff, you know, it, it, it's one thing if it's a brand spanking new organization, but uh, DMOs in general have been around as an industry for a long time, uh, a lot of times working in the background. And then you also find out that there's this massive history that you're walking into in terms of selling the area and an area that is as dynamic as Northwest Arkansas, of course, comes with. uh uh, a whole bunch of caveats there in terms of probably internal biases the fact that we all love the area uh we like bragging on it but then now you're here as a part of a group that's trying to sell it to other folks outside and as you said you know trying to make the organization itself look great and be as successful as possible you know when you look at all this kind of stuff what's it been like when you come in to do that as I said, mission support uh, for those kinds of endeavors.
3: Yeah. So not only did I have to like learn a totally new lingo, it felt like learning a foreign language at first. But I just, I've lived here most of my life, and I did not realize how like dynamic Northwest Arkansas and Rogers was. So it was, it was great learning about the area and just finding out that all of this was in my backyard. Because you get, it's so easy to get stuck in a bubble nowadays of mm-hmm. like what you know and what you do. Um, but it, it's been a very easy transition for me a lot easier than i thought it was going to be because it's just something that is really easy to get passionate about and selling your area that you live is i don't, i don't know i've loved it
1: well and and we've got kind of a uh, i think it, it's relatively niche uh when you think about the industry as a whole because you guys you're not selling the whole country you're selling a, a specific area but the dmo industry is not small uh, it's one of the largest industries in the country jr you want to elaborate a little bit how big is uh the dmo industry as a whole and then when you think about specifically tourism in rogers what does that entail like when you're trying to discuss this with other folks uh especially when you're you know talking to others around the country in your industry or talking to others uh trying to you know do what luke's doing what is it that uh you kind of have to focus on when it comes to the tourism industry and advocating for that
2: the DMO industry is is kind of niche. Uh, it's rather small. I believe Destinations International, which is our our international association, counts around nine hundred members, nine hundred members. Pardon me, um, nationally and internationally. And there's a, a there is a movement around the international community to organize independent tourism boards or whatever they want to call it to have that organization there are a lot of other countries around the country that do it a lot better than the united states does quite honestly but it is a fairly small industry in itself uh, but it's a huge part of business that's out there u.s travel association who is a sponsor of national travel and tourism week who i think you you mentioned earlier represents that industry and um, it's massive I, I kinda like to boil it down a little bit more to what's important to arkansas though Um, The last numbers that came out from the uh, Arkansas Tourism Department had uh, economic impact from the tourism industry in the state of $8 billion. It's the second largest industry in the state next to agriculture, Mm -hmm. uh, which is an eye-opener for most people when you mention that, employing almost 65,000 people around the state Uh, in jobs everywhere from attractions to guiding on the Buffalo River to hotel managers to restaurateurs, everything in between. Uh, uh, The impact on local cities is great because the taxes that visitors contribute to local communities are taxes that we don't have to contribute ourselves as a resident. So free money. It's free money that that hires policemen and Mm -hmm. hires firemen and buys another fire truck and puts a park bench out there and helps you construct a park. So its impacts by the dollars are a big deal, but the impact to communities is so much more Than that Rogers is fortunate to our last study that we had back in 2019 was a a economic impact of over 240 million dollars and that's primary secondary and tertiary spending Mm -hmm. into our community uh, for tourism which is an eye-opener for everybody about how important they are fortunately leadership in the city of Rogers leadership here in the chamber leadership in the in the community values our uh, our industry and the impact that everybody has here and we work very collectively with the other dmos in the area as well to promote the region and keep that keep that industry strong and sustainable moving forward Yeah, so,
0: it, it sounds kind of it, it, it's kind of cyclical as well in the sense of you know like you were talking about restaurateurs and, and things as you know businesses are looking to relocate or you know someone's thinking of starting the business they're obviously going to comp and look at what other either communities or similar type businesses are doing and the tourism side that brings that in, specifically on the retail and and restaurant side of, as you're growing that business and these sales numbers keep rising because of the work you guys are doing, bringing in groups and they're spending money at Top Golf and the uh, you know Promenade, um, that kind of then attracts a higher caliber of store to come and, and relocate, and then that is just more ammunition for you guys as you're out there selling saying, okay, now we got this and now we've got this, you know, five, you know, six, seven years ago we were talking, you know, you were marketing the promenade and the shopping, but now you got the amp. Now you've got Topgolf. Now, you know, a lot, the, the K one go-karts that are coming, like, you know, you got those things that are coming because of the success of the the tourism industry has, has brought about.
2: And what the fascinating part of that from a sales perspective uh, is, is that sizzle, that we see from the new development, the new restaurants and all these things, that sizzle is the same thing that attracts, it attracts a leisure visitor, but it's also the same thing that gets the attention of a meeting planner or somebody that's out there that wants to know about the destination that really doesn't know anything about it. Uh, and you would think it's the opposite, but there's, there's a lot of infrastructure that a lot of other places have. The more you can tell the story, just as Luke said, and use those amenities to, uh, to paint that picture, the more successful we are.
1: So when we're talking about how big the industry is, especially here in Rogers, uh, we were talking numbers before we started recording. Um, Luke, when we're we're looking at those numbers, I mean, a lot of folks, like we just mentioned, that Northwest Arkansas itself is growing, has a lot of these these great amenities and stuff like that. So a lot of folks probably don't realize just how much tourism we get. I mean, what kind of numbers do you have to, yeah. to just cite and? Uh, educate folks on exactly what we're talking about in terms of of how big this industry is for northwest arkansas
4: yeah so if you look at just the past 12 months at the 20 odd hotels in rogers uh generated 57 million dollars right God. so it's that, is that just is that just hotels t- sales, just that's watching. total sales or is that that's the total, tax rev- that's total, total revenue. revenue okay perfect yeah total revenue off of it um that supports hundreds and hundreds of people's jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And lodging is, shoot, maybe around 30% or so of a visitor's spend, right? Um, and then going back a little bit to what you were saying about all these great things we have, right? I, I think what we do really well is is combining all of that together, right, mm-hmm. and selling the full package to people. Um, you know, because you can have a lot of cool stuff uh, in – you know, love them. But Kevin Costner was kind of a liar. If you build it, they don't just show up. <laughs> so you have to. Um... A movie wasn't 100% real? What? Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you really have to to pull it all together and go out there and tell people about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, because if you look at like the pure number of restaurants we have, I know just around the Embassy Suites were sixty plus, right? More on the way. Yeah, more and, and can't, can't, more can't every day. Can't say who, but we got more on the way. Yeah, um, and you know, I think they. It's hard to say. You know, I mean, I guess we got an example during COVID of what what happens when you just take all travel, yeah, out of uh, of an area, but all these visitors coming in um, really supports their business mm-hmm. and, and makes it more vibrant. Right. And I tell our partners all the time, you know, what I'm here to do is to make your phone ring, whether or not, you know, it's for me or, or get someone to show up in the front door, right? Uh, whether it's me or the organization or our
2: marketing efforts um, at large. We had a, an event back in 2022 that was a large two day event and a, a corporate event that came in and did some big things at the convention center and big things around the community as well, brought in a lot of their people. And they put out some numbers uh, after that that were um, kind of close to about what, what they spent while they were here. Uh, just well, I don't remember what those numbers were from that group, but it was yeah. uh, and, and re- truly just a two-day event, I believe it was. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I mean it was mostly just done on one day, but uh on that one event spent about one
2: point eight million. Wow. Uh over the course of it was about a day and a half, I think, right. <laughs> Um, and that's transportation. That was yeah. lodging. It mm-hmm. was entertainment. It was food and beverage. It was it was outside activities that they did yeah. for their team. So it, it ran all over the community. It had a really yeah. big imprint uh, you know, footprint for the community. And
1: those are folks that aren't from here. So I mean, that's yeah. all money.
2: Yeah, and it's then they and then they got in the cars and left. <laughs> I, I think
4: maybe ten percent of them were local, but. Uh, yeah, no, and that 1. 1.7 1. $1.8 or whatever it was, number, was just what the organization spent. Right. That's not what Joe Blow, who went and had a beer at Grubbs, right. you know, ended up spending as well. So that's just one factor of it.
1: Nice. Yeah, no, that's the, that's what I mean. Like, the, the economic impact, I don't think a lot of folks really fully recognize. You know, especially because those of us who live and work here, you know, we see the 5 o'clock traffic every day. And so we're just kind of like, yeah, okay. Like, you know, that's. That's why we're doing so well. It's you know, a 45 minutes 30, 30 people a day
0: moving and, in, yeah.
1: And I you really don't fully grasp just how many visitors we have and and the tourists that come in for any number of things to to kind of do stuff around town. It really is kind of remarkable when you look at it. Yeah,
4: they don't wear a sign that says I'm a visitor, right? right. So you go into a restaurant, you know, There could be 20, 30 percent of the people in there that don't actually live here and you just would never know. Right. Exactly. So, uh, well, uh, we've talked
0: about like, you know, marketing Rogers, marketing Northwest Arkansas, you know, and Dane, you might have a little more insight on this because you do all that that research and data. Who are are we benchmarking against? Like, who are we trying to say, hey, don't don't worry about New Orleans or Kansas City. Come to come to Northwest Arkansas,
3: which is trust me. I know how uphill of a battle that is. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of cities that we compete against that are the same size as, like, Chattanooga. Okay. Um,
4: what are a few more? Like, um, So if you look at cities, like, purely in population size, yeah. like, a, yeah. like Chattanooga, Spokane, Washington, Lexington, Kentucky, mm-hmm. um, Huntsville, Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but
3: also there's, there's bigger city, cities like Kansas City or Chicago, and we've got to share that we have stuff that these other places have. Like, right. we have mm-hmm. the amenities, and it, I feel like a lot of our job is just spreading awareness that
2: we exist. And. People don't know the flights, the airlift in and out of right. XNA. They yeah. don't understand how yeah. accessible the destination is. They don't know where we are. They don't know the driving distance between the different uh, larger metro areas and how easy it is to get here. And then they don't know the bones of the whole destination mm-hmm. and that there's 8,000 hotel rooms up and down the corridor in northwest Arkansas. Yeah. All the right. above.
4: Yeah, and the bottom line of it is, every city is competing against every other city every day, right, for the same share of visitors coming in, right. So we have, uh, like, we have an event next year, next August. Um, Gosh, probably one of the biggest things we've sold into here. Uh, They were in Orlando the previous year, right, and they've done other things in much bigger places. We stole a thing out of San Antonio not that long ago, right. So. Um, we're able to when we sell that full story, right? We're able to punch way above our weight class mm-hmm. uh, and really, you know, sell the dream of what we got going on. <laughs> and, and, I like to Sell the dream. So of.
2: the exclamation point on that that event that he's talking about, that's here in August, is that we started going after that in 2018. It took five years. Yeah, holy cow! Five years to to land that and bring that here, but it's a yeah. huge, huge
4: event. Yeah, I think sales process on that, and you know, COVID kind of messed it up, but. Was a good three and a half years, I think, wow. before yes. it got uh, closed. Hey, and that's why you got to have tenure in this job too, man. Uh, that's I that was almost that's over half the time I've worked yeah,
0: here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I
4: mean, we've got projects that I've worked yeah,
0: on yeah. that were years in the making before we were able to get so that.
1: Is there anything as you guys are selling before we get to the last question? That as you guys are selling, is there anything that you're hearing in terms of commentary from others? Because especially with your team, you're hearing a lot of stuff from outside the region you know the rest of us here in the chamber do a lot of advocacy and whatnot on on behalf of business and community within the state y'all are, are kind of like the uh, first line of, of commentary from folks outside of northwest arkansas anything that stands out whenever you're talking to folks like when they kind of give you you know like really you guys have that like or, or anything that really stands out when you're trying to convince folks of coming to travel here for something i mean like What are some of the the unique things there that you kind of have had to do over the years to to sell the area?
2: From a leisure standpoint, um, people are impressed with the authenticity of Rogers and of downtown Rogers. I mean, the the amenities, the flash, uh, the uptown section of Rogers is an eye-popper for everyone that's there. And the quality and magnitude of concerts at the AMP and the shopping that's available and and the restaurants, as we've been talking about, that experience is on a par with, you know, the Overland Parks and some of the other places around there in many ways uh, that are out there. But then they come downtown and they get the downtown experience and the authenticity, the the, the real history that's here, the genuineness and, and the just great experience of, of being able to walk a walkable downtown with free live music on the weekend in the summer times. Those type of combinations of experiences are hard to come by in one destination, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Not to mention... The If you expand that a little bit into a region, the stuff, the world-class art and cultural experiences that are available in northwest Arkansas and the outdoor activities and mountain biking and everything else. It is a gem that's out there, and people's eyes are just completely opened when you see that from a leisure standpoint. Um, I would imagine some of that reaction as well carries over to the business and corporate traveler that either wants to come early or stay late and have some fun too.
0: Yeah, and you see that. Well, you'll have like, you know, people will bring their family or bring spouses, significant mm-hmm. others. They'll attend the conference uh, and then, you know, we, we see that with our board retreat all the time. Every time we go up to Branson for a retreat, we have spouses coming along and they're like, OK, I wonder how much the credit card bill is going to be when I get back type thing. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: and everything's so packed together, too. I think people are impressed with how close knit everything is and you don't have to travel forever to go do fun things. You can bring your family because there is stuff so close to where you would be meeting if you're mm-hmm. here for a convention or something.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the reason I moved here five and a half years ago to take this job was we have a great product. Right. Right. Uh, it's it's a great area. Our, I think, biggest issue uh, at the moment is just awareness. Right? right. Yeah. If we can get a hold of them, right, and, and start to tell them the story, we can get them hooked in. Right. It's just... I always joke in here. It's we got to stop the banjo music. in their heads, right? <laughs> uh, If we can get that to stop, and we can get them to listen to the story of the development of the world uh, class business talent. Yeah, we fortune have One here. is headquartered here. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't people don't think about everything that that means. Mm-hmm. And then uh, all the amenities that have uh, popped up around us uh, in there and to support that. They need to be here to do business. They just may not know it yet.
2: Yeah. And every other DMO up and down the line is doing the same thing. So Mm -hmm. we're fortunate in that respect that everybody's out there trying to change the perception. And even larger folks like the Northwest Arkansas Council and the work that they do from an awareness standpoint really tries to help change to to mute the banjo music as luke so eloquently put it nothing um, against banjos
4: music's just all right
2: but hey we got we got roots music and and you know that kind of stuff <laughs> that comes in behind there as well that, that fits the backpedal. bill thank yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> that's why i get the big bucks the yeah, yeah covering for me so, yeah. well, it's
0: come <laughs> up a couple of times you know luke you mentioned covid and, and the devastating impact that that had on on the tourism industry and that we're still kind of feeling the effects of of that you know, travel and tourism is back, but so many people left the workforce when, yeah. because there were not job opportunities, and they still had bills to pay. Um, so you know, Jr. We've had discussions on this. We've we've talked about the importance of of the you know how large the tourism industry is and hospitality is in the state, but it's still being impacted much like many other businesses by a lack of, of
2: workforce. How, how is that impacting y'all's ability to to do a job? COVID exposed the Achilles heel to many industries. And when, when hospitality shut down, when tourism shut down, uh, it was devastating, not just in the present tense for the business that was there, but as people tried to ramp up, it ran thousands of people out of the workforce mm-hmm. to go do something else. Uh, and, and as great a destination as we have, we built a world-class destination here in Rogers. If we don't have a world-class workforce to support that, it's not going to be sustainable. Right. Um, so, so rebuilding that from the bottom up is, is been a, a challenge. We have restaurants out here that are award-winning that put out some of the finest cuisine that can't open for lunch because they don't have servers. They can't run to their full strength because they can't get folks back in the kitchen. They don't have wait staff. They don't have bussers. Um, so the opportunity to recast the the image of the industry in a different light and to talk about uh, the advantages of a career in leisure and hospitality is right there. And we're jumping into that along with, with Steve and the Economic Development Division and all the other folks in Rogers Public Schools to try and build that industry from the bottom up to – to create that sustainable workforce. And that's a space that maybe in the past, a convention and visitors bureau wouldn't have been in. No, But, but these are, these are where we can make a difference to get in and get out shoulder to shoulder with Arkansas hospitality association and Arkansas tourism and the local chambers and, and schools, school districts to, to help this industry and help build it up because it's such a vital part of our, our community.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, think of the work that, that we've done just within the past year. Of uh, You know, we did the, the K to J's, Kindergarten Job Programs to showcase careers for hospitality at the Embassy Suites. Embassy the, Suites the was at tourism talk. tourism talk. Yeah, um, just a couple weeks ago where it was a career fair as much as it was talking about the tourism industry. And then, uh, you know, Embassy was at draft day where we had, you know, several thousand students come through and get to do interviews and, and things like that. So it, it's interesting how that is that has shifted the workforce conversation to not just thinking about when you're talking talent pipelines, what you were saying, bottom up. It's getting the kids career exposure earlier and earlier. So they start thinking about the opportunities and people don't you know, you think hotel, you think house cleaning, you think or housekeeping and you think front desk. They've got salespeople. They've got HR functions. Like maintenance people. Like there's so many different career pathways in the
2: tourism industry. Yeah. Two two statements in that ref, uh, re- response. We're doing this because our our partners are telling us that we need to. They they appreciate us doing this. Yeah. That what, this what, needs to the happen. Number one priority. They're, they're in. Doing. They're like they're like yes. We're all behind it. We will be there. We'll show up. And that's hotels. That's restaurants. That's attractions. That's everybody. That's cities all the above so that that's that's the first side of it the second side of it is nobody started in this industry pretty much uh, that's sitting around this table or most of the people that you go meet with started doing something else and may have come back and forth into the tourism and hospitality industry we need to we need to change the narrative about this business and what it means to communities and how how honorable the work is and how varied the things that you can do in this industry are. So we have to tell the story a little bit more, a little bit differently. Uh, And if we hadn't been part of a local Chamber of Commerce, quite frankly, we, we may not have been part of this discussion. We may not have been side to side. So the alignment that we have here with the Chamber and as a division and having folks from all generations out there talking about the business I think makes a big big difference in what we do and trying to keep that buzz going on about how to get into this.
0: And you mentioned working, you know, together with the chamber being, you know, one organization as well, Luke, when you're out going to conferences and conventions and you know meeting other people in your industry how common is that? That that I mean, are we kind of an outlier, or do you? Is it? are
4: people? Yeah, like, I think hey, that's like, a great idea. We should try that. They've done uh, surveying on it. I think maybe eight to ten percent, something like that, mm-hmm. are uh, of. DMOs, CVBs, D- whatever you want to yeah, call but us, right? Term of um, the day, um, yeah. Our <laughs> part of a- our Acronym, like, like Dane yeah, was like kind of foreign language. language. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, and going to Governor's Conference a few months ago, I thought it was crazy uh, being new to the industry. A lot of people were talking to me about it, and they're like, oh, you're part of the Chamber of Commerce. And it was it was shocking, because I, I didn't realize that wasn't the normal right.
2: standard. So, yeah. But here's the deal, I, and I was thinking about this when Dane was talking earlier. Dane's been on board for not quite six months. We wanted a position to backstop Luke and to really start helping him build this up and then maybe start helping out and sourcing some sales himself. We wanted somebody that had an inquisitive mind, that was detail oriented, that had a good attitude, was a quick learner, was eager to jump in and get their hands dirty, and, and was somehow. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> and when Dane showed up, we thought, well, he could do too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he could count water bottles, <laughs> but but honestly, from the bottom up, I mean, the opportunity was we had somebody that was interested and and wanted to learn about this business and came in with a good attitude. So there's blocking and tackling that, that you need to have in some areas, but we need soft skills as well. Yeah. And everybody needs soft skills in this industry to, uh, 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 to really gear up and, and make this sustainable and keep the, keep the work going.
1: Well, and I think there's something to be said too. I was about, trying to say about, something nice about you. <laughs>
2: thank you, thank you. you. <laughs> you yeah. Most people,
1: I think when you get in and start doing work with Destination Roger, even uh, from my position, you know, I do a lot of, uh, uh, on the creative side, your sales collateral that you're taking out to places and making stuff. Uh, you know, you make Luke look pretty. I make all the stuff he's talking about look pretty, right? <laughs> so, it's all about being pretty. You know, yeah, yeah it, it's making uh, that kind of stuff has really kind of helped to open my eyes to exactly what you're, you're trying to do. Um, and also to kind of uh, really just talk about the area has really shown... Uh, the types of people that are attracted to this kind of work, you know, it's allowing you to brag about where you live. It's allowing you to, you know, really sell those kinds of ideas and the things that make you excited to live, work and play, you know, our, our uh, running tag that we've got, it, it really kind of showcases that, that passion that you pick up for work. And, you know, yeah, it's kind of cliche to be like, if, you know, you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life type deal. But, uh, especially for people who um, are into sales in general, you got to admit it, it's kind of fun to be able to sell the place that you live. You know, it's it, as opposed to selling the you know combination hookah and coffee maker type deal. Like it, it's it's uh, a little bit different when you get that uh, passionate background behind it. Well, and, and selling out. a
0: product that you love, you know, like that's kind of the thing too. Is you know you're able to be yeah, I live this every single day. I think my community is great. Here's why you should think so too. Exactly. That that makes it easier from, from at least the economic development side to be able to, that's purposely why I will not move out of Rogers. um, Because I feel if I'm trying to convince a business to move to Rogers and say, Hey, you should come live here. I don't, but you definitely should. Like that's, you know, you want to make sure that you're selling the product that you believe in.
1: Exactly. And you know, Uh, for the most part, I guess, before we we wrap this thing up, I just want to, again, kind of emphasize how uh, proud of the work that that I am of of all the stuff that you guys are doing. Because I know it's not uh, uh, easy, per se, when you are trying to sell, especially to those groups, like you said, that you've been working on for years. I can only imagine, especially if those event uh, folks turn over or anything like that, having to go up to them and be like, let me tell you about Arkansas. You know, like, when most of the stuff that we're in the news for is a soybean shortage or something else like that in terms of agriculture, like really having to sell things like The Amp and, and Land of Walmart and all that, the stereotypes that are out there, getting past that and showing people why you're passionate about it, I'm sure is uh, an uphill battle, at least in the initial goings of it. So just, yeah, I'm really excited to, to see the stuff that you guys have been doing and, and to I uh, get to work with you
2: on that. You know, positivity is is a requirement for this job, and doing things with a positive attitude, and sometimes with a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, to go out and tell people about how great a destination we have. We do it in an altruistic way because it's all for the benefit of others. You know, we don't own the product, we don't sell the product, we don't make the product. Uh, we don't have any control over it. We're out here selling to the benefit of our our stakeholders and our partners. Uh, we love doing it. I got to give give Luke and Dane credit about always, always being above the fray, not in it for myself, leading from the front. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a hard position to do. Put yourself in the middle of all that, and, and they do it extremely well proud of the team and it folds right into everybody else that's here at the chamber. We're all in it for the benefit of our members, our partners, our stakeholders. And yeah, if you're out there selling fun, if you're not with a positive attitude, you need to get out and do something else Mm -hmm. because we're out there selling fun and experiences and we believe our experiences are as good as there are anywhere else.
1: Perfect. Well, I'm going to pass it back over to you, Steve, because we got to wrap this sucker up, but uh, I'm just pumped. I'm pumped to go out and sell Rogers in Northwest Arkansas at this point. Uh, I think we need to get Luke another monster. He's starting to yeah, get he's, quiet, he's, he's, he's on the getting on lunch It's lunchtime it. over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw him nodding <laughs> off a couple of times. No. 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 Guilty. Well, free product
0: placement for monster though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of that one today. Uh, but no, I, 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 I want to echo what Nick said. I mean, I, I think that the work that you guys do, you know, honestly, it makes my job easier. Um, because we, we do well, we're selling the city just in two different approaches to, to get the same result, which is to get mm. people here. Um, um, and you guys do it through tourism and I'm doing it through, you know, bring trying to bring businesses, entrepreneurship, you know, creating this culture where businesses can grow and thrive, which then again feeds into more amenities that you guys can sell um, on, on the back end there. So, again, thank you. And it's just I, I would I speak to my colleagues uh, around the country in other chambers and just talk about the benefits of being able to partner and work in hand in hand with DMOs and, and how that just it helps everybody. We're all we're all fighting the same fight, so we're we're, we're working together to make it better. So.
4: Can I put one last plug in Please. to the listeners here? Um, all y'all listening can sell this area as well, yes. right? That's talk to your point. family. Talk to your friends. Get them to visit. Take them out. If you don't know what to do, reach out to us. We'll give you a big old list of a thousand things to go do and eat and, and all that stuff.
3: Well, uh, com. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They've got And the website is actually getting a facelift. We're currently in the middle of working on it and all that, so it's, it's going to continue to be... a a great project that we're working on but you can find tons of stuff to do on there i know because especially with my folks when i was convincing them to move out here i had to use that a lot so it, it, uh, and it worked. We got them here. So, you know, that's uh, – And they had incentives to, of
2: grandbabies and still. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And every business and every profession has somebody that works in it that belongs to an association yes. or some other sort of a group that meets somewhere, everywhere. It may as well be here. And those are some of the greatest leads that we can get and connections that we have is to bring it home and bring it here
1: that's right put luke dane and jr to work yeah that's right yeah (laughs) amen they they need more to do (laughs) well again thank you all to all of our listeners i encourage you all to like subscribe and share via all of the apps that are out there soundcloud spotify apple google youtube social media we're on all of the channels uh our next episode should be released on may 17th we're going to be covering education i think we've got a great uh a great show in line for you all there uh, with a couple of the folks that are in our education groups. Um, thank you again to the Destination Rogers team. We've got J.R. Shaw, Luke Wiggins, and Dane Clark. I almost said Cook. Dane Clark <laughs> here with us. It was the beanie. It's throwing me off, yeah. man. You know, that, I, I look 14.
3: exactly the same. <laughs> that's
1: right. Yes, it works out well. Uh, but yes, just want to thank you all again for listening. And uh, yeah, that's uh, this, B- this week's episode. Yeah, episode wrapped up. <laughs> See y'all later. Take care.